It's the Mainly Plans Podcast. I am Ryan Furman. I'm a uh, certified plant-based nutritionist. Uh, let's see here. I had a notification pop up on my computer that completely threw me off, but we're good to go. Um, so if you don't follow me on social media, go to, head over to Instagram uh, at Mainly Plants. Follow me there. Um, I post recipes and, uh, you know, new products and stuff like that. What else? Uh, Facebook, Mainly Plants, same thing. Uh, I'm technically on TikTok for Mainly Plants, but I have like three things posted. I should probably post more. It's just so hard for me to to bring myself to post it on another platform. Um, but who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do some more stuff. Um, me, uh, uh, YouTube. <clears throat> Search um, vegan product reviews, mainly plants, and you can find some product reviews there. I should do more of those. Um, you'll have to bear with me today. I am super congested, <clears throat> as you can hear. I also, my asthma has been kicking, kicking in for some reason, so if you hear me taking a deep breath here and there, like that, um, that's why. I don't know why it's happening all of a sudden. Um, probably stress-related. Um, you know, I had asthma kind of terribly when I was growing up, um, but it's usually like when I get sick, I get asthma, but lately it's kind of been kicking in, um, especially when I'm more tired, like I'm, I'm exhausted today and it's been kicking in, um, at night lately, it's been happening more. So, you know, um, I just need to manage my stress a little bit better, which is a perfect segue into today's topic which is mental health. And I have some notes written down. Um, you know, I might peruse them while I'm going, but you know me, I kind of like to go off the cuff. Um, but, you know, mental health is um, it's becoming kind of an epidemic in our society today. Um, it's becoming a problem. And I'm not talking just about, you know, uh, gun violence and, and, and mass casualty stuff like that. I'm talking about just on a, on a person-to-person daily living level. Um, I, I have felt it more personally. I've noticed friends feel it more. I'm sure you feel it more. And, you know, the, the one good thing I think that's coming out now is the, the social stigma of talking about it has kind of been lifted a bit. You know, um, more and more people are talking about it. More and more men are talking about it, which is fantastic because, you know, I think the statistics show that men suffer in silence more than women, uh, on average, more than women, if that makes sense. Not to discredit, obviously, anybody's, um, you know, mental well-being. But, you know, I, I think that, I think that, and, and the, the uh, Surgeon General, U.S. Surgeon General just came out and declared it um, an epidemic. So it, it is, it is you know, garnering a lot of attention. It is an issue. Um, so, so I kind of wanted to, to talk, about, talk about it and talk about you know, maybe some things that, that people can do, that you all can do to help combat it, um, reasons why it's happening. Um, you know, I'm sure I'll touch on my own personal stuff in that as well. So let's get into it. You know? So I think, that, I think one of the, the biggest issues is technology. Right, social media has boomed in the last. God, I don't know. I mean, with the with the rise of TikTok, um, I mean, Instagram was huge for a long time. It still is pretty big. 
Um, but yeah, TikTok, YouTube is getting big. I know um, YouTube is creating YouTube shorts to compete with with TikTok. So there's a lot of a lot of shit out there, right? And, and as well as like the dating apps, um, it's 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 isolated people. All this stuff, you know, um, and along with isola- isolation is cyberbullying. You know, especially for the younger generation, it's so easy to talk shit to people online <clears throat> when you don't have to look at them in the face. But the isolation thing, you know, people are just kind of sitting on their couch at the end of the day, just you know, death scrolling all, all the all this content, and they're not going out to dinner with their friends, and they're not you know going out and grabbing a drink with their friends, or or going to the driving range with their friends, or whatever it is. People are doing things solo now. Which, you know, while you're doing it might feel good. You know, you might be sitting on the couch at the end of a long day and be like, I just want to sit there and watch TikTok for two hours and go to sleep. But in reality, the isolation causes loneliness. And that's, that kind of shit creeps up on you. And like I said with the dating app stuff, you know, it used to be, and this is a long time ago, um, it used to be you had to like go to a bar with friends and talk to girls and, you know, try to hit on them and make some moves. And, you know, it was, it was a much more interactive experience. Now it's like you just see a picture and you swipe left or right and that's it, you know. And, you know, if, if you're at least from a guy's perspective, I know it's compl- I've talked to my, my female friends about this. I'm speaking from a guy's perspective. It's if the woman even responds to you. Um, you know, you're lucky to, to get a date out of it. And then if you're lucky enough to get a date out of it, you're lucky if the date goes well and there's, you know, an attraction there. Um, I think that both, both men and women kind of approach the dating stuff as, you know, the, the grass is always greener, right? So <clears throat> it's this swipe culture of, yeah, well, he's, he, he or she's great, but, you know, if I keep swiping, I'll find somebody better. And it's kind of translated into real life. You know, you can go on a date with somebody and think it's great. And, you know, you'll be texting with them afterwards, you know, the next couple of days. And all of a sudden, boom, they just stop talking to you for no reason. It's kind of fucked up. Um, I've dealt with it. My brother's dealt with it. My friends have dealt with it. <clears throat> it's, it's exhausting putting effort into that kind of stuff and just kind of getting treated like shit. And again, it, it adds to, you know, your, your mental health decline because, you know, you, you, of course the the thoughts creep in where you're like, well, what did I do? Or, you know, did this person not find me attractive? When when in reality, there's nothing, probably most likely, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just certain people don't really put much stock into it, even though they're on the apps saying that they want to find the one or find their, their soulmate or whatever. But they're always looking over the fence. So, you know, technology has played a huge critical role in isolating people. So I really, you know, I urge you to, to put the phone down and call your friends, you know, instead of, instead of watching that, that TikTok video or that YouTube series or whatever, call a friend you haven't talk, spoken to in a long time and reconnect and just see how they're doing, how their family's doing. Um, it, it'll make you feel good and it'll make them feel great. Okay. Um, another thing is economic stress. You know, inflation is soaring. Um, interest rates are high. Everything is more expensive, and you get less for it. Gas just went up, at least in Arizona, 50 cents in the last week. 
I'm feeling it. It's, you know, you go to the grocery store. I went to the grocery store today. I spent $100 on like three bags of groceries, and most of them are fruits and vegetables. So it's like I, I put the stuff in my fridge, and I'm like, what the fuck did I even get for $100? Um, so, you know, having to constantly kind of be worried about that and, and be stressed out about that leads to a decline in your mental health, your, your, the state of your mental health. Always being worried. You know, your dollar is not worth as much as it was last year. And it's not worth as much as it was the year before that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to get into the politics of it. Cause that's, that's for a whole different show, if not a whole different podcast. But no matter what, you, what, what your views are, we're all feeling it. And it gets exhausting. You know, I had um, a fantasy football draft this past weekend at my friend Dante house um Dante and Carly and they're adorable two little kids but they live probably 20-25 minutes south of me and you know I'm fortunate fortunate enough to you know be able to fill my tank with gas and and take some extra driving trips and not really worry about it too much in terms of the finances but like I thought about it when I was driving down there I'm like Jesus Christ like you know it's what a quarter tank of gas that's like 20 bucks just to get there and back if not more, um, yeah, I don't know. It it it's uh, it's exhausting, you know. And then with the news on top of it, it's just like constantly being worried, constantly worrying if it's going to get worse. If it, you know, hoping it gets better, but preparing for the worse. Um, so you know, the economic stress of it all really is a big factor as well. I think it's probably a step down from the the technological advances and that, that isolation. But let's not sleep on economic stress. Uh, and, and kind of tied to that economic stress is the pressure to succeed. And it's tied to the, to the technology also, right? You see people on social media, these influencers with, you know, hundred, multi-hundred thousand dollar cars, um, you know, going to these parties, wearing the, these elaborate, elaborate jewels and, and clothing and traveling. And you're looking at it and you're, you know, you're working your job and you might make, you know, good money. Um, but you're still looking at it and be like, well, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, like this person's 23 years old. They're driving a Lamborghini. They're on a yacht and, you know, they're, they're in Ibiza. And I get, I get that, you know, a lot of this shit is just for the gram and they, they can, um, tailor it to that, you know, whether it be renting a Lamborghini or, or, you know, um, finagling yourself on a yacht or whatever it is. A lot of it is that, but there are legit people who are, Showing their lives off on Instagram. You know, you have uh, one of the people that I love to follow is Tyson Fury, uh, uh, heavyweight champion of the world boxer. Um, And he talks a lot about mental health because he struggles with it. He's very bipolar. Um, You know, he he struggles with alcoholism and mental health. (coughs) And he talks about it a lot, which is great. He raises awareness. But also, you know, he's very wealthy from being such a great athlete. And, you know, it, it comes through in his pictures. He's wearing Versace, he's on a yacht. You know, he's got six cars, uh, six luxury cars and, and supercars and, you know, a beautiful house and his own private jet. Um, so no matter, even if you're following somebody who, who you follow because of their, their benefits in mental health, you're still seeing that opulence and you're still thinking in the back of your head, like, geez, like I, I, I have this pressure to keep up with the Joneses to succeed. And it's, 
it's um, you know, it is it's important to realize that if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to technology to listen to the podcast. You are like in the top one percent of the world. So perspective is a lot of it, you know. Um, but yeah, there is that pressure, especially especially seeing on social media. Um, you're seeing that that opulence everywhere, um, you know. And and kind of shifting gears from that that tech stuff, I think that with the 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 stigma of mental health for so long, like I said, I think it's getting better now. But there's been a stigma in talking about it for a long time, and I think that a lot of people. Um, don't seek therapy because they might be ashamed of it. Personally, I've been in therapy for a while. Um, my current therapist I've been seeing for, um, <clears throat> I want to say over two years. Um, but I've gone on and off my entire life. I, two years ago, I decided to be consistent with it. I talked to him. It was at, at first, I think it was every other week, and then it was every three weeks. Now it's at once a month. Um, he is there for me if I need him more frequently, if something happens and I'm just having trouble kind of processing my thoughts or I need to talk it out. Um, he is fantastic about, you know, fitting me in in a day or two. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, look, it's, it's not if your parents are going to fuck you up. It's, it's in what way and to what severity. So everybody's got shit, <clears throat> which means that everybody should be going to a therapist. But a lot of people don't. And <clears throat> sorry, I'm congested. Um, a lot of people don't, and I think that it's important to um, set aside the finances to do it. Um, my guy, we worked it out where I pay him $70 for an hour session. Oh, my God. <clears throat> $70 for an hour session. So $70 once a month, you know, it's, it's very, very doable. And even if you can only t- you know, talk to your person once a month because of financial strain, that's better than nothing. They will still give you tools and tips to cope in in the uh, in between times between sessions, um, you know, and and a thing that that a lot of people stress or I shouldn't stress or I shouldn't say stress. Um, a lot of people have trouble dealing with is is a that work life balance, right? Um, it's hard to turn off. It's hard to leave work at the office when you leave for the day. Um, especially like for me, like my full-time job, I'm a realtor. So I have people texting and calling and emailing me from, you know, early in the morning till late at night. But if it's not pressing, I be sure to tell my clients like, Hey, nothing's going to happen past five anyway. So typically it can wait. If it can't wait, of course I will answer you when I can, but I, you know, I do have a life. I, I, you know, there's this, there's this, um, this idea of, at least when I was growing up, there was this idea of people, you know, on the the East Coast um, live to work, and people on the West Coast work to live. I was, I grew up in a you, you work to live um, mentality, meaning that my entire life is not about my work. My life is about my life. I work to be able to support my life. I don't. My life is not my work. I think, I, at least from my perspective, I think that's an important way to think about it. Um, yeah, you know, work affords you things. It affords you, you know, you have your, you make the money, you're able to go on trips, you're able to have the nice house, the nice car and provide for a family. Of course, that doesn't mean you, you slack off on work. It just means that you have a balance, whatever balance works for you and or you and your family, 
um, is what needs to happen. You know, it's not saying that at five o'clock you need to, you know, punch your card and that's it. You know, if you if you're okay with working till five, you know, six, seven, eight, ten o'clock at night, and your family's cool with it, um, then then sure. But you need to find that balance because if it's if it's eating into your life, if it's causing detriment, uh, it's obviously not a good thing. Um, let's see what else. Oh, healthcare access. Jesus Christ, <clears throat> healthcare access is a is a thing. Um, health insurance is crazy expensive. I pay. I, I think the cheapest. I, I get like the cheapest thing. It's basically for like casualty. Like if I have a heart attack or a stroke and I have to spend, you know, nights in the hospital. Uh, it's not, it doesn't cover me well for like going to the doctor. <clears throat> Cause I typically don't go to the doctor very often. I'm typically not very sick as I cough into the microphone and have asthma. I typically don't get colds, you know, I don't get infections. Um, so I just needed something to cover me in case I do have a big catastrophic expense like that. I pay like $300 a month. Um, I, I'm getting, uh, so my nose has always been fucked up. Um, and I, I went and got it checked out and they said that it's not my septum, it's the turbinates and the turbinates are kind of like opposite your nasal canal, um, from your septum. And they're like the filters in your airway and mine, um, are, are like too thick, I guess is the best way to put it. So that my airway is like a quarter of the size of a normal person. So I'm constantly congested. Anyway, I went to a doctor, two doctors actually, to see about fixing it. Um, And my insurance states that they will not cover surgical procedures of the nose. Okay. Um, The procedure that I'm getting is not a surgery, but I'm like, hey, uh, they denied it, by the way. My insurance denied it. So I have to come out of pocket. It's like five grand, which is not the most for a surgery, but it's not chump change either. So um, I asked insurance or my uh my doctor how they code it is it coded as a surgical procedure they say no it's not coded as a surgical procedure so i had to go back to my insurance and say you should be covering this so now i'm in a a, a thing back and forth my with my insurance i do not have a resolution yet but they're trying to not cover something that they should be covering um and and that gets very frustrating you know my dad is dealing he my dad has a um a a degraded disc in his spine so his his um, his lumbar, two of his lumbar vertebrae are, are pinching his sciatic nerve, and he has to get surgery. And trying to get a doctor to respond to him, he is in, first of all, my dad's in constant pain. Okay, uh, it's very very bad. He's having trouble with his day to day life. Um, he's gone to multiple doctors, and he found a doctor that he likes. The doctor ordered an MRI and an X ray, but the doctor fucked up on the X ray order. So my dad's been trying today to get a hold of the doctor in the doctor's office to call in another x-ray order so he can get moving on it and get the surgery. That not only does the doctor's office not answer the phone, they will not respond to his voicemails. And it's like, you know, even beyond the healthcare system, this is bleeding over into so many areas. Like you try to fucking do anything nowadays and there's a wrench thrown into it. It's like, it's like trying to complete simple transactions between you and a business is so freaking difficult. It's so hard. Again, not just the medical industry, although I think it's more frustrating with the medical industry because it's your health and it's the, it's the difference between feeling good and feeling bad. But like you go to, you go to someplace like Home Depot, it's impossible to get good, you know, good help there. 
Um, you go to a restaurant, the service is more often than not very slow now. The food's very mediocre. It's like, what am I, I'm spending money, you know, I'm budgeting to spend money on having fun out of the house. And it's like, it's being made to be impossible. And you can hear how frustrated I am. And, and you can only imagine how many more people are frustrated about this and how it affects your mental health. Um, you know, there's a myriad of things. A myriad of things. I mean, um, you could even dive into the educational systems and the stress that they cause. Whether, you know, you agree with what's happening or not, or you agree with some things and not others. Wherever you stand, wherever you stand on the politics of it, there's something to be annoyed by. And I don't even watch that much news. I watch some morning news, and then I go to the gym, and I don't watch news for the rest of the day. Um, but it's like, Jesus. There's, it's just, no matter where you turn, you're getting bombarded with frustration and negativity. You turn to social media, it's there. You turn to the healthcare system, it's there. You try to go out for dinner, it's there. You turn on the TV, it's there. No matter where you look. So talking about it is so important. I, my mom, so when I was little, I remember, I don't know why this stuck with me. It's like a core memory. I had a, a nightmare. And I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to relive it. And my mom said, you know, if you talk about it, then it gets it out and you won't have that nightmare anymore. And so I did, and I didn't have that nightmare anymore. Talking it out gets it out of you, gets it off your brain. So, you know, translate that to being an adult and talking about the way that you're feeling and the stresses in life and the negatives as well as the positives is so important. And it's important talking to somebody who's impartial to it all, which is why I strongly advocate going to a therapist, not a psychiatrist because they prescribe drugs. Go to a psychologist, a therapist, um, and then if they feel like you need medication, they'll refer you to a psychologist. But go to a therapist, please, for the love of fucking God. Just go. Just like, like I always stress getting your, your blood labs done. If you haven't done that already, fucking do it. But this is your new task for this week. Find a therapist, schedule an appointment. You don't have to love your first therapist. You, you, a lot of them will do like 15-minute initial consultations um, just to kind of like get a vibe and see if you like them. You can do it online or in Zoom. I do mine online um, on Zoom. You can do it in person as well. But uh, I just like, I'm comfortable in my house. I feel like I can sh- I'm more willing to share more if I'm comfortable. That's just kind of how I am. Some people prefer to do it in person. But point is, if you don't like the therapist, find another one. There's a, there's a zillion out there. You got to find one that you like. You got to find one that you have a good rapport with that you're comfortable opening up to. So don't just stick with the first one if you don't feel that. But find one this week. Okay, um, stress management, man. You know, yoga, working out, um, going for a run, hitting the Peloton, um, meditation before bed or whenever you want to, playing an instrument, painting, whatever you can do to free your mind of of these thoughts. Right, keep yourself occupied of these thoughts. Give yourself a little mental reprieve in the day. Um, Personally, I'll give you some examples for me. I will usually um, I'll work out for at least an hour at the gym every day. I will do the Peloton for at least like 10, 15 minutes at the end of the day. Um, 
well, I mean, anything really. I mean, you know, whether it's puzzling, I love puzzling, painting, uh, which I suck at. Um, but, uh, you know, trying new skills is fun. I've been trying to step out of my comfort zone more and do more tasks or more, I shouldn't say tasks, more activities that I normally wouldn't do. Um, because it's, it's fun and, and it helps you expand your horizons. Um, you know, binge watch a, a great show if you want, if that's what you like to do. Go out to dinner with friends. Do stuff that makes you happy because before you know it, you're going to be old. So you might as well have fun and enjoy life now, okay? Um, and, and like I said, talk about it. Talk to your friends. Check in with your friends about it. I remember during COVID, um, I, which I, by the way, I feel like COVID kind of launched all this, making it worse because everybody was secluded for so long. Um, but anyway, that's a, that's the, that's, it's a different, that's a different uh, podcast topic. But um, I remember during COVID, I reached out to um, several friends who I hadn't spoken to in months. And just said, you know, I, I just want to check in and see how you're doing during this crazy shit. Um, you know, and and uh, several of them, if not all of them, I'm having trouble remembering because it was, what, three years ago, um, remarked that they really appreciated the check-in. I think we can all do better as friends and family to check in and, you know, see how our people are because we, you know, we're nothing without our people. We can't just be, we're, we're social creatures. We can't just be by ourselves all the time. It's not good for your, your mental health. And if your mental health declines, believe me, it will translate into your physical health. So that being said, your task this week is to schedule a therapy session. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns about anything that I talked about uh, or anything that you want me to talk about, whether it be on this topic or a different topic, please reach out. DM me on Instagram at mainlyplants. You can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad.